0: Hey, Hurdlers. Emily Abadi here, bringing you an installment of 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. On today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about where my head was at yesterday morning. Intriguing, I know. So picture this. It's 5.54 a.m. Is it just me, or do you also just like happen to wake up? five to seven minutes before your morning alarm if you set one. Now, I have not been setting an alarm frequently over the past year, but I did have one set yesterday because I had a 9.45 a.m. flight, and I knew that I wanted to move my body before the day ahead. I knew that if I was going to be sitting on a plane, if I was going to be stagnant, if I was going to feel a little blah, that a great way to kick Off the day would be by getting in some movement, and so I set my alarm for six a.m. I roll over. It's five fifty-four. Everything in the room looks blurry, (laughs) as it does at that time of day. And I really didn't want to get up. I didn't want to get up at all. I rolled over. I put my feet on the ground. I walked straight to the kitchen closet where I happen to keep my sports bras. I don't know if anyone thinks that's weird. You obviously have not been in a New York City apartment. I grab my sports bra. I throw on some spandex. I put on some socks. I put on some sneakers. I throw on a sweatshirt. And before I know it, before I can really second guess myself, I'm out the door on my way to the gym. I get to the gym, I go to the locker room, I drop off my jacket, I walk up to this treadmill in the corner that I like to go to because not a lot of people are anywhere near that vicinity and it has its own TV and its own remote and it's just, it's my spot, period. And I get on the treadmill and I don't feel like running but I start jogging and I do the warm up, and I know exactly what's on deck. And by the second interval in a four set workout, I finally feel capable because until that moment in the second interval, I was literally like, what am I doing? Should I just go back home? Then I start to have the, the next set of thoughts like I'm already here. This isn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Look, here we go. And then by the second interval again, I'm like, OK, I'm already halfway through. So now it's just downhill from here. About 12 minutes later, after the second interval is done, after the workout is done, I get off the treadmill, I'm drenched in sweat, and I have that moment like I do after every workout that I am hesitant to do in the first place where I'm like, I am so proud of myself that I showed up. Granted, yesterday was an early workout day, but it's not the only time I felt this way lately. In fact, a lot of the time lately, I feel like my motivation is dwindling, especially with Daylight Savings. Staying in bed is tempting, taking some time is tempting, and although I cannot preach enough about listening to your body and taking the time when you really feel like you need it, when you feel like you just need a beat, cool, take the time. But for me, this week, three different days, I thought to myself, I don't know if I want to do this. And three different days, I did it, and I felt better for it. And it was just a reminder for me of something that I'm here to share with you, which is that there's a really big difference between I can't and I won't. Some days it feels like you can't, but the reality is that you can. And in fact, again, you'll be better for it. On the days where you're feeling hesitant, on the days where you're just not sure how to deal, my biggest piece of advice is just to start. Maybe it's with your workout. Maybe it's with a tough project. Maybe it's a hard conversation that you need to have with a friend. Oftentimes, the stories that we are telling ourselves, it's not really what's going on. You are capable of doing the hard things. And for me, that's an essential lesson that I was reminded of this week prompt for you to take you into the weekend. I asked a friend this earlier today. What is one thing you can plan to do for yourself within the next 72 hours to be better in your body? Again, what is one thing that you can do for yourself over the next 72 hours, commit to it, (laughs) to feel better in your body? Highlights of the week, links to all of this goodness are in the show notes. First up, check out the new Peloton and Adidas collection. I had the opportunity to sit down with Hurdler Peloton favorite Cody Rigsby this week. I wrote about our conversation for Men's Health and we were chatting all about the upcoming collaboration between Adidas and Peloton. It's launching March 25th in selected Adidas retailers, on OnePeloton.com and in select Peloton showrooms and Rigsby as well as past Hurdle favorites, Allie Love and Robin Arzon collaborated with Adidas for this super fun collection. It's got sizing from extra small to 2X. It's got women's and men's and unisex options and includes everything from tanks and tights, shorts, hoodies, tees to crewnecks, sports bras, and joggers, all ranging between $30 and $85. It looks super cute. I'm excited to get my hands on some of it. You can read all about that in the link in the show notes. Watch I'm a Sucker, Ginny and Georgia. Another Netflix series to highlight for you this week, this one about a mom named Georgia and her two kids, Ginny and Austin. They move, they're looking for a fresh start as a family, but when you've got a lot of skeletons in your closet, things can get a little bumpy. Definitely recommend that you check this one out. Listen, this is a Hurdler Spotlight counter-programming with Shira and Ariel. First of all, this is so creative. And if you are listening to this and you have something cool coming down the pipe that you want me to highlight in a five-minute Friday or in the weekly Hurdle newsletter going forward, feel free to shoot me an email. It's just at hurdle.us. But with that said... Shira Moskowitz is a hurdler we met when I was working back at WeWork a couple years ago. She just launched the second season of her podcast. It's called Counter Programming. It's a comedy podcast that, this is hilarious, discusses topics with the word count or counter in the title. I am serious. Expect a mix of historical context, fun facts, and personal anecdotes. Give it a listen. Listen, A First Timer's Guide to Filing Taxes, Life Kit, you strike again. I just, you know what I love about LifeKit? This is an NPR podcast. I've highlighted it a few times on the show. They always come at me with like the stuff that I need right when I need it. Of course, it's that time of year again. It's tax season. Being a 1099 employee, I for years now have been working with an accountant because I think I would drown if I tried to do all of this myself. But if you are one of the brave ones doing this on your own, this podcast episode from LifeKit is super helpful. It breaks down the entire filing process and tackles a lot of common COVID-19 related tax questions with a CPA. New release to check out, the Lululemon Swift speed tight. I get DMs constantly asking me about my favorite gear, what I am sweating in, what I'm working out in. My favorite all-time tight from Lululemon is the All the Right Places tight. They have pretty much stopped making it except in a cropped length, which isn't my personal go-to. However, it seems as though they may be replacing it with this new addition. Again, it's called the Swift Speed Tight, and it's got the same amount of pockets as the All the Right Places Tight, which made the All the Right Places Tight one of my favorites. And bonus, the back one zippers now. I recently snagged a pair and ran in them for the first time this week. Really loved the feeling. And one other thing to highlight in these, they are super high-waisted. Again, a link to grab those if you're interested is in the show notes. And lastly, donate, support the AAPI community fund. There has been, as many of us know, um uh, a surge of violence against Asians in our country and across the globe. And it is absolutely devastating and heartbreaking. And this week, there was another shooting spree down in Atlanta where eight people were killed, including six women of Asian descent. GoFundMe put together this fund. All the donations received through the fund will be granted to trusted AAPI organizations working to rectify the racial inequalities in our society. So if you can give, I highly encourage you to do so. uh, If you want to learn more about other ways that you can support the Asian American community right now, I'm also linking to a really great article that was put out yesterday by GQ in the show notes. Now, a little segue into this week's listener question. Hi, Emily. My name is Caitlin. I just ran my first virtual marathon last week, and I've been struggling with the balance of recovery and also not wanting to take a ton of time off and losing fitness. So I was wondering if you have any tips for, you know, the first couple weeks after a marathon and how to get back into the groove again. Love the podcast. Thank you. Caitlin, congratulations. This is so exciting. Virtual marathons are, (laughs) man, whole other level of mental toughness. So kudos to you. I can totally understand an object in motion likes to stay in motion, right? But here's the deal. You just accomplished something really big. So I cannot encourage you enough to take some time just to take a deep breath. You earned it. Now, with that said, as someone who can totally relate to this, like, is it time to move again thing, for me, post-marathon, my go-to usually is about two to three weeks of literally like lazying around going for coffee in the morning, walking around the block, not doing much of anything, although definitely moving because you don't want to get super stiff. It's going to help your body recover if you do something like walking, light cycling, that kind of thing. Then, I would encourage you to ask yourself, like, what is the next goal that I want to go after? What is the next thing that I want to focus on? Maybe it's time to jump into a strength cycle. Maybe it's time to get familiar with something that you haven't tried before, like kettlebell work or yoga. You know, be mindful that you've just put your body through a lot. So how can you help yourself get stronger, build back up so that you can get back into, if running happens to be it, your chosen modality? And make sure you celebrate a job well done. That is it for this week. Make sure you're keeping up with Hurdle over on social media at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily Abadi. And make sure to head on over to the show notes to leave me a voice message. I want to answer your question in an upcoming episode of 5 Minute Friday. Thanks, y'all. Another Hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.